Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Without the costume. This is the Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. You know, it seemed to me that the issue of sexual harassment of women in the public arena started to become, as it should have long ago, the really forefront issue when the Roger Ailes challenges and complaints and Bill O'Reilly and others at Fox News were um, accused of having been engaged in sexual harassment and O'Reilly and Dales having paid money to uh, buy silence. And then, of course, there's Harvey Weinstein, and from there it's been one after another after another. The accusations are accumulating as famous and successful men are accused of being sexual harassers and some of being rapists. Comedian Louis C.K. was accused this weekend and confessed, sort of. Well, the three women who make up the beauties panel in our Saturday's Beauties and the Beast segment were all sexually harassed in their youth. And uh, as, as happened in the 70s and 80s and well, probably even happens today, they were told essentially to deal with it, live with it. Hey, it's just the way it is. Boys will be boys. Not so. Catherine Swift, workingcanadians.ca a former president and CEO of the Canadian Federation of Independent Business. Hi, Catherine. Linda Leatherdale, former money editor of the Toronto Sun, independent business journalist and vice president of Cambria, Canada. Hi, Linda. Hello, Roy. And Michelle Simpson, former liberal member of parliament, seatmate to Justin Trudeau. And now she's just a, well, she's always been a, a truth teller. But now you don't have to worry about somebody shutting you down. Yep, least of all a whip. Least of all. Yeah. So, hi, Roy. Great to have you all three with us. And for what it's worth, what happened to Michelle is also a form of harassment and or abuse. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, you it, know, it, it that's might right. not be gender related, but that's abusive. <laughs> that's right. Me. So but let's just here? let's just because the people are joining us all the time, people would be introduced to you individually and collectively over a period of time. Uh, Michelle, remind us, please, of what happened to you, uh, briefly a synopsis of how, what happened to you when you were informing Canadians of how you were spending your expense money as a member of Parliament. What happened after that? Oh, I, I was punished, and I mean really punished. I was silenced. Uh, there was an attempted bribe with a private washroom in my office, and none of it worked. Uh, 
Um, but the washroom must know, have been tempting, though, Michelle. What? Oh, so, yeah. No, let me let me let me let me, let me just get, get to the point here with, with Michelle. This was your own party. Yes. Yeah. So this was this was in the House of the People. Yep. And, and it was, I was not allowed to speak. And it was and it was led by the man who wanted to be the Prime Minister of Canada. Yes, and thank God that didn't happen. And who was that at the time, Michelle? Sorry. Michael Ignatieff. Oh, Ignatieff, yeah, yeah. But, and yet, you know, I mean, I think recently of that Newfoundland MP who, who um, voted against um, the, gov- the Liberal government on the uh, small business tax changes, and he was, he was punished. Oh, yeah. Was a few months ago. Catherine, but, was that... But, you, nothing's on changed. A, okay. On a whip vote, they feel obliged to be able to do it. This wasn't about a vote. It was about a principled stand. Michelle, was, was gender ever brought into the discussion into with anybody when they told you to stop informing Canadians what you spent on, on your uh, expenses? How you spent no, your expenses? No, it didn't. It really didn't. I think if I'd been a male and done the same thing, I would have been treated the same way. I think you're right in that case. Catherine, do you remember a specific case, specifically, that has stayed with you throughout the years of sexual harassment that took place where somebody really just harassed you? Oh, (laughs) several. Several. Absolutely. Several. And the funny thing is, and at the time I was very young, and by the way, you know, something that I think is a little misleading is that this isn't only a function of youth. It partly is. But it is also largely a function of power, because yep. I found once I got to my early 30s, and I was still relatively young and stuff, um, but I started to be a manager. I started to actually get some position power, as they call it. You know, I had some authority. And I'm not saying the harassment went away, but, but I felt more able to counter it. So when somebody said this to me, I'd kind of say, hey, Charlie, you know, I'm a manager here, so you keep that up and, uh, I, you know, you're, you're going to have problems. But what was funny is a couple of the, insta- when I had become president of CFIB, a couple of these harassers slash abusers then wanted um, to do business with CFIB and actually came to me as the head of it. And I told them, I said, you harassed me when I was 26 years old or whatever. And they, and they went, oh, what, what? Because, of course, just like a lot of these guys in Hollywood, these people delude themselves that people want it. And I'll never forget saying to one of them, you know, and of course, at that point, I could, right? He had no power over me. I said, do you really think in your fondest dreams that my 26-year-old self would want anything to do with that person that was you back then? I was a little more insulting. Okay, I'm going to have to take a break. I'm going to have to take a break in just a second. How do you feel emotionally as you're relating what happened to you? I mean, oh. does it still have an impact? Oh, of course it does. Good, good. Well, That's I, what I, I want to know. I myself in a way, and yet I also understand... Why at the time, as a young kid, and often, yeah. often you're shocked by it when you're young. You go, what, what's going on yeah. here? And a lot of these Hollywood people okay. said the same. Now, we're going to ask uh, Linda for an experience that she remembers. And I want to let you know as well that our phone lines are open at 800-263-2428, 1-800-263-2428. If you are a victim of sexual harassment, sexual abuse, if it's happened to you in your lifetime and you want to talk about it, and you want to share it, because the message is going out to people everywhere, women everywhere, 1-800-263-2428.
Roy won't take no or no comment sitting down. This is the Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. This is a really important segment that we're airing today. It's anything but Beauties and the Beast. Usually Catherine, Linda, and Michelle are with me on Saturdays for Beauties and the Beast. It is anything but. And by the way, there are people who have sent me emails periodically and said, you know, it's just the title of that, even though it's a, you know, it's a, an, an ancient um, kid's fable, it's, it's not appropriate in, uh, in 2017, Beauties and the Beast, that it's misogynistic. I don't want to get into that right now. But let's talk about what happens to women when they are sexually harassed, when they're victims of sexual harassment. And the stories are just so many, and they're involving so many famous men. And it's terribly disturbing, and there are stories. These stories will affect women who for maybe for decades have been quiet about it, have wanted to talk about it, have wanted to express to someone how it affected them, what it has done to them for the, for the, in the ensuing years. So we will include your calls at 800-263-2428 because ultimately the message that is received by our listeners across Canada is what matters. Michelle, and we'll go to Sandra in 1-800-263-2428 is my number. Sandra in London is on the line. We'll get to her in just a second. Linda, is there, a, is there an incident that you specifically remember? Not to mention the, the person, but is there an incident that particularly has always stayed with you. Absolutely. Actually, Roy, there's a couple. When I was a young uh, reporter trying to break into the industry through uh, my aunt, actually, I was referred to a really well-known radio personality and uh, set up an interview, which really went wrong. Um, Roy, I don't even want to go into it, but it involved alcohol and it involved him sexually or trying to sexually harass me, and uh, it shook me like you would not believe. But then fast forward, I finally make it to the Big Apple, as they call it, Toronto, and I uh, land a job, again, with a promise of some editorial. I'm not going to name the organization, but it's a fabulous one. Um, and I, 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 this gentleman who was my immediate boss said, unless I had relations with him, he would make my life miserable. And he made my life miserable, Roy, for eight nine months and I finally went back home and I told my father who was like the Texan sheriff that I was being sexually harassed in the workplace and that I wanted to fight back and my father drove down to Toronto with me walked into the offices and the weasel went out the back door and his boss we confronted and I said I'm not laying charges but I am telling you that this guy was sexually harassing me and I went back to Arroyo and landed a job at the Arroyo Packet and Times, which I was happy. But a couple years later, I get a phone call from the gentleman, and he said, we fired the guy who was sexually harassing you, and I'm offering you his job. Oh, nice. Good. And then that is... Karma, baby. There we go. So I'm going to tell you, Catherine, like you, um, I was in my 20s. Uh, I was vulnerable, very much so. Um, and, you know, when you now get into positions of power, it, it changes somewhat. But I've got to tell you something. Two years ago, I was sexually harassed by somebody in this industry oh. with undue and unwanted advances that were horrific, Roy, horrific. And when I kept on saying no, 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 his comeback was, you're lucky, you're old, I'm coming on to you, and you're lucky. 
Here's, true a, here's this is the, true story. So it that is awful. Just to that is young. awful. Let me ask. Um, let, and I think let, it's just. I think there are some people who are serial abusers. Yeah. I really believe that, and perhaps they have power, and they believe they can get away with it. And there's been a couple of politicians, by the way, too. A couple? <laughs> How about a couple million? All right. <laughs> let me. Event, <laughs> I will just say that it is an issue. And what is so interesting right now is all of the stories that are coming forward. My husband says every day, what the hell? There's another one, another one, another one, another one. Yeah. And I'm going to say social media that is empowering us. And the only thing I would say and caution, somebody's reputation can go down. So I, I you know, Gomeshi uh, here, it, it went to trial, et cetera, et cetera. Be careful too with the accusations because some people can be vindictive and that could wreck a career as well. All right, so, let me ask you this question, and then I'll take a call here. Is it helpful, does it help women to know and to hear the stories uh, of other women stepping forward and saying, I was a victim of sexual harassment, and where famous men are totally. involved, and if it's a famous woman, totally. it is helpful, though. Totally, totally, because suddenly they feel, A, they're not alone, right. and B, somebody that, you know, because victims do blame themselves, like I say. When you're really young and, and naive and, and somebody comes on to you, part of you sometimes treats it as a bit of a compliment. And then another part of you goes, ding, 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 this is wrong. But when you see beautiful Hollywood women who, you know, are, are also suffering this, you, you, you don't feel that aloneness. Mm-hmm. And you realize, you also realize that you're not at fault. This happens all over the place and stop beating yourself up. Okay, let's talk to Sandra in London. Hi, Sandra. Thanks for the call. Hi, Roy. Your panel is not going to like what I have to say. <laughs> I'm just sit- I just I hope you allow me to say these things. Uh, let me just give you a wee bit of background. Um, uh, twice in my life, I was about ten years old. In the in public, men exposed themselves to oh, me. Oh boy. Was I traumatized? No. When I was 21, I was in the hospital having a minor surgery, and a nurse made a pass at me. When I was 26, I was having surgery. And the surgeon made a pass at me. Oh, jeez. I had a relative, a close relative, who made a pass at me when I was about 23. And by the way, I knocked him down a flight of stairs. When I was working in the workplace, there used to be a guy who used to always put his arm around me and call me dear, and I put him in his place. And I'm making a point here, you know, you're not always the victim. No, and let's be very clear. I am not talking about rape. That's a whole other ball of wax. But overtures are not always harassment. And you're not always a victim. You're a victim if you allow yourself to be. Sometimes you're just a damn volunteer. But we have to learn to teach girls, as my parents taught me, how to say no and how to deck somebody when they need to be decked. I wasn't traumatized at all. I forgot about all of this, to tell you the truth until all of this came up in the media recently. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're sexual beings. And, you know, I have well, a grandson who's there, wondering there, how there, he's ever going to get paid because nobody, nobody, one, nobody has the, no one has the right to abuse. He wouldn't even go into teaching. For yeah, no one has the right to abuse someone else. I beg your pardon? No one has the right to abuse yeah. anyone else. No, they don't have a right to abuse you, but, but you that's also the point. have a responsibility yeah. to stand. And by the way, Roy, I'm having quite difficulty hearing you. Well, I know. That's Thank you for the call. We have a problem with our phone system. That's why I'm yelling. Well, I don't, I don't dislike... No, but hold on, hold on. Just, Catherine, can I ask you, just to ask you yeah. this question? Just in the, in the train of thought that we were in, when it happens, because you know that there are going to be 
young girls, young women uh, to whom this happened. Now, my, my lovely wife, who died two years ago, told me about a, a teacher that she'd had who offered her a lift home and then tried to climb all over her when she was 16 years of age in the car. So there are, there are young, there are kids, there are teens, you know, and under 16 years of age, uh, it's just a crime. You can't have sex with anyone under 16 if you're an adult, um, uh, apart from the criminal aspect of, of an assault. But who do you tell? If you're if you're the if you're the young the young woman or the, or the child or even the, the the mature woman, now this has happened to you. Who do you tell? Well, this is a good question, and, and I don't dislike at all what Sandra said. By the way, uh, I mean good for her, um, and and she clearly has a strong person you know strong personality and good for her as a result. But you know, in so many of these cases, the imbalance of power is so profound. And the woman, and this is the Hollywood case writ large, and it was the case with me when I was a young professional. I was promised promotions. I was promised all kinds of stuff. I didn't succumb to it, but I got to tell you, one part of my brain thought, eh, what the heck, eh? I could get that promotion if I just, you know, slept with this guy a couple of times or whatever it happened to be. So, you know, when, when you're in that position... Um, and things are dangled before you, or even worse, you're forced into a situation when you, because this Hollywood thing, a lot of it was set up as business meetings, and then the woman would get into the the hotel suite or whatever it was and find, oopsie, it's anything but a professional situation, and so on. So, you know, I think think Sandra's point, you know, is a a good one, but one that maybe isn't representative of a lot of the experience. No, but it, but it's women. but it's a point that needs to be also heard because oh, we need to hear indeed. all points on the indeed. Michelle and if you can fight back, absolutely yeah. you should. But it's not that black and white. It's just yeah. not that clear. Michelle, who do you tell? Well, when I was young, I would t- tell my dad because mm-hmm. he'd go after anybody. But as I got older, I did develop some of the um, Sandra traits. I, I firmly believed that at some point what goes around comes around. And it rarely let me down. It maybe took time, but I hate to say this, Roy, in some respects, it made me stronger. Yeah, it does. Believe and I'm with you, not, too. Once you I got to a point that I had some power in my own career or whatever it happened to be, I didn't yeah. get up with this garbage either. And, Linda, no. you, t- you told, you told your, uh, your dad, right? I told my dad, and quite honestly, Roy, I didn't know which way that would go. You know, would he believe me? Would he trust his daughter? I mean, that was a tough one. But I, I felt so, like this person said, unless I had sexual relations with him, he was going to make my life a living hell, and he did at work. And then I found out he hadn't done it just to me. He did it with some other women. Oh, yeah, it's never one. Yeah, it's and never I, one. but my father believed in me, and he drove down with me and stood beside me. And i got to tell you, I, I, my father's passed away three weeks before I got married when he was 49, but that man is, is a saint, and he believed his daughter, and that okay. means something. Just before we out. take a break, uh, is it inevitable that you're going to run into those harassers at sometime later in life? Is, is it almost inevitable? <laughs> well, I did. Yeah? Well, and Catherine, you did. I think, I think these days, for one thing, there is better awareness, but 
but these guys also, they're pretty cagey. They're, they're very cagey. And a lot of times when they're coming on to you, and I mean, this wasn't the Harvey Weinstein case with the bathrobe. <laughs> that was uh, not very subtle. But um, a lot of it is subtle so that if you do complain, they can say, oh, oh no, I just said I like the dress she had on that mm-hmm. day. Or you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Very innocuous yes. and so on. When, of course, you on the receiving end knows darn well it wasn't subtle or that wasn't just a compliment on your dress or whatever. Yeah. Michelle, have you run into harassers later? And, and what do you do in a situation like that? You know, uh, Catherine's right. Um, they are cagey. But, you know, I had one who came up to me and started to massage my sh- shoulders, and I was really upset. That was the Gomeshi but thing, eh? He was a big massager. I got, you know, <laughs> but I, I was sitting down, and, you know, he tried to pretend, well, this is a good reliever of stress. And I just turned around and said, move them or lose them. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it, you. I, there was a sense of power there, you know, that I wasn't a victim. Yeah. Let me take a break. We'll come back with uh, Linda Leatherdale, Michelle Simpson, Catherine Swift on the Roy Green Show on the Cordless Radio Network. The issue is sexual harassment, 800-263-2428 is the number, 1-800-263-2428. If you feel like there's something that needs to be said, if you have an experience that you want to share, if there is a message that has to be heard, and you haven't heard it expressed anywhere, 800-263-2428. Standing up for the little guy for the greater good. This is the Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. Sexual harassment, the issue. By the way, emails to Roy at RoyGreenShow.com. Follow me on Twitter at the Roy Green Show. Linda talked about being careful if you're going to, or if somebody is, um, identified as a harasser, make sure that it's real and not anger, just anger over something else because lives are destroyed. And uh, Sandra made the point that you she fought back. And I remember uh, a guy I worked with, and I just remember this now during our conversation. I remembered a guy I worked with who said to um, a woman on staff, either it was... I like your hair haircut or pretty dress, something like that. And he was brought before management, and he did receive some remedial training on how to deal with women. So what do you make of that, right. uh, Michelle? Well, the, the, the problem is, and it's not unlike, I, I know some male school teachers and they are so afraid of doing anything, which, of course, has gone ridiculously too far in the other direction. Right. And this, this is the challenge, eh? And this is where I said, you know, it's not black and white, unfortunately. Someone should be able to say, you look nice today, and it yeah. isn't a horrible threat. So you wouldn't be offended by that? No, no but the thing is, it, it's rarely, in the case of a potential abuser or harasser or whatever, it's rarely a one-off. Okay. And usually That's the, a good point. The beholder can figure it out, you know? Okay. Julie's in Mississauga. Hi, Julie, Mississauga, Ontario. Thanks for the call. Hi. Hi. How are you doing? Good. How are you doing? Um, I was a young girl. I was living in an apartment in Montreal. 
Um, and the landlord had our keys. The landlord was a six-foot man, very old and very ugly, with a big belly. <laughs> and he was not anyone's dream, believe me. He was frightening looking. Three in the morning, he decides I'm his muse, and he opened my door when I'm lying in my bed. And he came through the door, closing the door, and he appeared at my bedroom door. Oh. I went nuts. You should have. <laughs> I started, I leapt out of my bed, and I was jumping up and down on my bed as hard as I could, going up and down, up and down, up and down, screaming my head off. And flipping around, and I started smashing things in the bedroom and throwing them at him. I smashed everything and threw everything at him, screaming so loud that the people on the other sides of me up and down were banging on the walls. He was so shocked at my response that I was able to run around the bed like a main maniac and then run under his arm through the doorway. So I was now in the living room. More things to throw. Wow. And I freaked out even worse. I started growling and singing songs and flipping out like a mad woman. And it started to frighten him. He was easily 250 pounds. I'm 120 pounds dripping wet. I went completely rainy. And you know, he got frightened of me because I was so out of my mind. Mm -hmm. I was like a crazy woman right away. And he thought, what do I do with this? So, so <laughs> Julie. What do I do with this? Uh, you know, I've, I've, I've heard that. I have to, I'm sorry, so Catherine. Started I have to interject. I'm just because towards the, the door. Yeah. And when he got to the door, he was going to turn around and open it, but I'd already opened it. I came running over and smashed him in the chest and pushed him out of the apartment, slammed the door in his face, locked it, put the chain on, and that solved it. And how did you feel? I only have 20 seconds left in the hour. I'm sorry. How did you, how did you feel afterwards, Julie? To know I've never been right because did, I'm, yeah. I'm so... Um, one time a guy put his legs his hand between my legs on a tight bus. You know when you're sitting on the bus and everybody's tight? He put his hand, he slipped his hand between my legs. You know what I said really loud? Get your hand out of my crotch. Okay. <laughs> we are out of time. Julie, thank you for the call. The reactions are never predictable, but the fact of uh, sexual harassment and sexual assault never go away. But uh, stand up for yourself at all times and don't be afraid to speak out somebody will listen particularly now shell simpson Catherine swift linda leatherdale thank you so much we'll talk to you next saturday thanks right look forward to it right okay. all the best we'll come back stay with us